Welcome to Gold Diggers, a podcast on strategy, goals, and growth. We'll be talking all about OKRs, KPIs, strategy, and everything in between. Gold Diggers is brought to you by Purdue, an OKR platform that helps ambitious organizations turn strategy into results. Use Purdue to focus everyone on your strategy and the goals that'll deliver it. Simply head over to Purdue to sign up for your very own free account. That is P-E-R-D-O-O.com. And last but not least, if you enjoyed this or any of our podcast episodes, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to be the first one to know when we publish the next episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gold Diggers, the podcast for OKRs, KPIs, strategy, and growth. I'm Henrik, founder and CEO of Purdue, the tool for strategy and growth management for fast-growing organizations. I'll be the host of today's episode, and with me today is Wilma van Leeuwen. Wilma, please tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, my background is in business administration in tech organizations, And I started my working career at the fire department in the city of Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And there I was responsible for all IT systems, the maintenance, but also the development of systems, including the control room we had. And after several years for working uh, for the fire brigade, I started working in a municipality in the Netherlands where we had a focus on change management. And um, since 2009, I've worked as a freelance manager, mostly working on assignments in organizational development in municipalities. And it's, it's there that I, I learned the importance of really setting in, uh, goals, reaching goals in public organizations. And it, it can be really hard sometimes to do that. And, and when you're talking about goals, uh, that then also includes the, the OKR uh, methodology. Yeah, well, I, I only started about two years ago discovering the OKR method. So and, and that... before working with OKRs, were goals already an important uh, part of how the uh, the municipality of Amsterdam was was being run? Uh, yes, it was, but as it was organized very de- decentralized, uh, there were many departments that had their own goals, and those were not all, always really compatible to each other. And in 2015, we started centralizing the IT departments. And, but after that, we were separated from our business partners, as we call it, and they had their own goals, which was difficult okay. to find alignment. And, and how were you introduced to the, the, to the OKR framework? And what made the uh, Gemeente Amsterdam, the municipality of Amsterdam adopt OKR? Um, well, we noticed that we were not able to uh, achieve uh, any results in our area of working, which is the public space of Amsterdam. And my manager had been searching uh, for a method or for a way to d- discover how to reach these goals, like, uh, for instance, uh, using strategic planning of information systems or, well, all those kinds of things. But they didn't work because our businesses were not interested. They they were interested in short-term results and they thought we just should deliver. So one day he had read the book of uh, Measure What Matters and he discussed it with me and he thought, well, maybe it's a good idea to try this. And, and well, yeah. it's just before Christmas. And so we did and we started in January. And how has it been going so far? Well, um, you, you started in January of what year? Of... of- 
2019. So that's that, that's already more than two years ago. Yeah, well, it was December 2019, so you could say January 2020. So yeah. two years now. We started out really small, or just um, working with two teams who started working on LKRs. Uh, after the first quarter, we tried to scale up to 10 of our teams, which is a department of about uh, 250 people. And uh, after the first year, there was also a second department, a new department that started working on OKRs. It's the data department. So we were about 500 people working uh, on the OKR uh, method. And uh, the first year was really hard to get people to understand what our goals and what our results, because we're very process oriented in the municipality. And uh, the second year it went on better, a little bit better, because we started introducing, well, working together with our business partners to, to define goals and results, which was working a lot better, uh, I think. And for the second department, it was much easier to find their goals because they were um, new to the, well, the new organization and they had only changed to... Uh, deal with so they had goals to change and to really establish their their department uh, in a good way and now we're going to scale up to about uh, 1200 uh, people uh, in all of the IT uh, departments of Amsterdam and and was that a conscious decision to to start with a few teams uh, then going up to the department before before including other parts of the organization because there are a lot of a lot of organizations out there yeah really want to roll this out very quickly. Uh, so they, they may start with the leadership team, 20, 25 people, and then very quickly want to scale this up to a thousand people. But it sounds as if you've taken a different approach and implemented this more carefully. Was that a, was that a conscious decision? Uh, yeah, more or less, because we had to organize the buy-in of higher management in our uh, businesses uh, in a different way. And that's still an ongoing process because uh, they are not very pleased all the time if, about how we deliver. So they need to understand that we have to work closer together to achieve goals. And well, as you said, it's a big organization and this is only the department of the public space, which is maybe about, well, five to 8,000 people. And in total, there's 19,000 people working in Amsterdam. Okay. And... Another thing that you mentioned that I found interesting is that um, uh, your department is, or at least one or a few departments are very process oriented. Um, and it seemed as if they were struggling a bit more uh, with adopting OPR successfully than the other department that you mentioned, which was much more uh, change focused. What made it more difficult for the process oriented department to, uh, to adopt OPR? they don't really know uh, which goals they are responsible for. They think the goals they re that we reach for the city of Amsterdam are not their goals. Uh, they're, the, they're, of course, here to support these goals and they don't see the relation to their accomplishments or their, their how they, well, contribute to these goals. And so they're very used to do everything by the process we had, well... Gotcha. It's yeah. for that, yeah. So yeah. it's a different approach. They are used to uh, thinking in what tasks should I do to achieve this and, and not in, in a way to what, what I really want to achieve for Amsterdam. 
Yeah. So so they completing the task would have been like the the the, the measure of success instead of thinking beyond that and thinking. Okay, yeah. what am I? What am I actually trying to accomplish by completing? Uh, yeah, this? I I have finished making a plan, so I did my job. Yeah, 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 yeah I get it. <laughs> okay, okay, but that's then something that uh, uh, I, so I understand that you're struggling with it, but that's then also like a major benefit that the the OKR framework would have brought to this department. I I assume it did. Because we started out with um, many issues in uh, our environment and uh, we had a focus on solving these issues, like uh, our, all our applications should be up to date, which they were not. And now we are much better in, in, in really planning and executing this uh, because everyone wants to be in charge of that. So that, that helps a lot. And sometimes it's still difficult because we, in the end, we want to achieve goals uh, that matter to everyone that lives or works in Amsterdam. And that's a much bigger approach. And the goals we want to achieve there, well, that, that's that's even more difficult to to establish the, the measurements in the key results for, for that. But we're, we're trying and, and Amsterdam is planning to do that for all of their big issues in public space. Gotcha. Okay. And... and Other than the things that, that we've just spoken about, are there other ways that you see the Gemeente Amsterdam has really benefited from, from implementing OKR? And maybe uh, what, what could also be interesting, now that, now that more departments and more, more people are involved in, in OKR, have you seen that these benefits have changed? Like, are you now getting, is everyone now getting more benefit of working with OKRs now that many more departments and, and people are included? Um, yes, but we but so there's still not enough departments working on in in a such a way. So we have still a lot of dependencies from other parts of the organization that are not working in this way. Uh, but I hope to see the change next year because in the first quarter we start with the whole uh, IT department working in this yeah. way. Uh, so that might change, but it helps in the transparency of. What do you, you want to achieve and how far have you gotten so far? The CIO of Amsterdam is really interested in this. And um, we're using this in this data organization, which is new. And it helps to give an insight in how they achieve being and professionalizing their organization. And that really helps already. Okay. You said the CIO is, is, is involved and, and, and interested. Just out of curiosity, like uh, are, are political parties in, to a certain extent aware of, of the of this initiative as well, or uh, no, not not yet. Um, but okay. I'm also discussing this with a group that is in charge of finding the new um, what they call political program for the next years, and they are preparing that in front of the elections, and. Um, they are really interested in using this on a larger scale for the upper, well, the, the, the central management of the, the uh, whole city. Uh, so not political, but what they call Amtelijk. That's, that's uh, the, <laughs> the organizational management. <laughs> it's not the political yeah, yeah. management, but it's, <laughs> it's connected to each other. So, um, yes. I think in, in the near future, there will be, uh, on a high level, we will also we will start working uh, in this way with, with OKRs because we, we have several issues in, in Amsterdam like climate or 
like uh, housing, which are huge and will, will not be steered by just one department, but many more. And you have to have uh, really big goals together to yeah. be able to well give this a direction and to solve these these issues in uh, in a way because they're too complicated. Understood. Yeah. Yeah, for for our listeners that are also working in uh, in the public sector um, and that are maybe also looking to, uh, to 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 implement OKRs, did you encounter any challenges or barriers during the implementation process that you think might be unique to the public sector? Um, I'm not really sure. I think it's uh, a little bit more difficult to find the the the, the goals that give you the direction you want to go. Huh? That's what I said earlier, because uh, everyone is well more accustomed to thinking in processes. They, they have trouble visualizing and formulating their goals. And maybe you can also have an advantage in being a public organization, because we uh, are uh, all about, we, we need to be transparent to the public. And that's one of the issues that is yeah. really normal to a public organization. So maybe that's an advantage. And uh, measuring goals in the public organizations may be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But, then, but then again, we're, we're starting to find the measurements uh, more and more. Okay. So, but but so that means it's 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 or or that could mean that it's it's kind of like a mind shift that you have to think in terms of yeah. of outcomes and results you're trying to accomplish, and that's something that's difficult at the start, but that you'll get better at over time. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, that that that's right. But I also see different barriers in terms of we have uh, like a, a fixed planning and control cycle we're obliged to use, yeah, like it's the law, and it helps if you can adjust your, the the cadence you're using in using OKRs to these different yeah. cadences that are already there. That that helps, and there's another uh, thing that we also try to be more agile. So the agile way of working, we try to introduce uh, alongside using OKRs so we can adjust easier to what is needed in the, in the city. Okay. That, that helps, helps as, as, a, as an argument, it helps convincing people to use OKRs. Yeah, yeah. Would you recommend other public sector organizations to use OKR, like what would, oh, be, what would be your advice to other people working in the public sector? I would definitely recommend using OKRs, and my advice would be to prepare uh, using OKRs well before you start, but not too long. Just just start and and experience uh, how difficult it is, but also how helpful it can be, and use these rituals and cadences to change the mindset and to, to help changing the mindset to how uh, you're working together and uh, give us some some kind of structure in how to change that so if you have uh, well like quarterly cadence and you have every quarter the same events it helps people to work towards these events and adjust their behavior to it so that helps and it also helps to have Really good guidance in forms of a uh, well, agile coaches, OKR coaches, and uh, maybe a playbook and uh, different kinds of uh, masterclasses we give. All those things help to um, 
support working with OKRs. Cool. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us today, uh, Wilma, and for sharing your, uh, your experiences and, and your learnings with our audiences. Uh, I honestly think that, that, that the OKR framework and, and, that, and the thinking that comes with it could indeed be really, really interesting for uh, organizations working in the public sector. So I think it, will be, it's, it was very valuable for them that you shared your story with us today. So thank you very much and uh, hoping to welcome you another time soon on the, on the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about strategy, goals, and growth, head over to our resources hub at purdue.com forward slash resources and subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date with all our latest insights.